0: Yeah, it's 7.06 on your Wednesday evening. That can only mean one thing. The employment hour is back. We're here Monday nights at 7 as well. Your phone calls, the lines are wide open. You know it's talking severance. We're talking your job. We're talking anything. Under that entire topic, we cover for the next hour. We got a bunch of stuff to get through, Lior. And as always, you should be checking out severancepaycalculator.com when you got a moment. Check out what you're really owed as far as the severance package is concerned. Promise me, you, uh, you, or at least uh, trust me, you will be shocked, but it is correct. So have a uh, have a look at that as we chat here over the next hour. We always start with the week that was, Lior. What's going on?
1: That's right, Johnny. Thank you very, very much. And uh, welcome to our listeners. Always glad to be back here on our Wednesday night edition of the Employment Hour. And there's just so many misconceptions out there, that's really why we're here, so many half-truths. If you go online, if you ask someone, you're going to get, unfortunately, incomplete information and it is important to have all the information when it comes to your workplace rights. So that's why I've made this time, that's why I'm insisting on informing and educating and hopefully over the next hour we can all, all learn some new things about our rights in the workplace. So let me start off, John, uh, getting us uh, warmed up here, talking about uh, two calls that I received earlier this week. Mm -hmm. The first one uh, touches on something that I always say on the show. Remember, I always say an employer generally can let someone go for any reason as long as severance is paid. Well, apparently, that's not always the case. So here's what happened in this particular situation. Uh, The gentleman had been on a medical leave uh, of absence for about three or four months, when he came back, he came back on modified duty. So he wasn't able yet to do all his job. Uh, he was, had to get some accommodation. So he came back, did it for a couple of weeks. After a couple of weeks, gets called into a meeting with HR and the employer where they say to him, listen, we're very sorry to do this. We can't help it. As a result of a restructuring, we're eliminating a few positions, including yours. So we're going to have to let you go. We're very, very sorry. Uh, you know, we know it's difficult. We love you, but uh, that's the way it is. So to be honest, well, you, this guy didn't really have an issue with this. He, mm-hmm. he trusted the company, had a good relationship with them, so he figured it is what it is. Now, they offered him a severance package, and they gave him a week to think about it. During that week, a couple days later, a friend of his tells him, did you see online on the company's website, they're advertising for your job? Uh, he went on that website, and sure enough, they were advertising exactly for his job. Mm-hmm. That's when he got upset, and that's when he called me. And he asked me, "What well, can they do this? Normally, the answer would be yes, they can. They are allowed to let you go and replace you as long as they pay you proper severance. But here's where the issue was with this guy. Because he went on a medical leave and they fired him so soon afterwards and then hired or looking to replace him, it actually makes it look like they let him go, not because of restructuring, but because of his medical condition. That makes it illegal. You cannot be let go because of your medical condition. That is a human rights violation. That's illegal. So if an employer tries to mask and give an excuse and try to come up with a reason, well, no, no, it's really a restructuring, they can't do that. That's still something that we can see through. So that, so there's a human rights issue. And then when I reviewed a severance package, I also found out that it was completely inadequate. So not only potentially was owed human rights damages, the severance that they did offer him was not even close to being hmm. adequate. So I'm now going to be working with this gentleman So for employers, obviously, the lesson there is you really cannot let someone go because they're on a medical condition or they had a medical condition or because they're being accommodated. And for employees, in some situations, an employer does have to tell you the truth and cannot lie to you. And if they do, there could be consequences. So a very interesting situation. Mm -hmm. And hopefully over the next few weeks, we'll get this guy what he's owed. The second situation, Johnny, uh, very different, involved uh, uh, a guy that had worked for a company for five years. He was a, a manager in an accounting uh, firm, had people reporting uh, to him, and uh, a few months ago, got a new manager, a new a new boss uh, came, uh, was hired, and slowly but surely, this boss started taking away some of this gentleman's responsibilities. Now, his job title was never changed, his compensation was never changed, but over, uh, he took away the, his reports, he took away some of his responsibilities. essentially, he stripped them of all his managerial authorities. And this gentleman was very frustrated and he called me and he wanted to know, can that be a constructive dismissal? And the answer, of course was yeah, absolutely, even though your job is the same, uh, your, or, sorry, your job title is the same, even though your compensation is the same, the fact that you've been stripped away from the important responsibilities, mm-hmm. the managerial responsibilities, you've still been demoted. And if you're demoted, you can treat that as a constructive dismissal, leave and get your full severance. An employer cannot do that. So it's just an example there how uh, a constructive dismissal can happen even in a situation where on the face of it, nothing has really changed. The job title was the same, compensation was the same, but the real functions of of the job were changed. And because of that, it was still a constructive dismissal.
0: You're in a similar situation. this sound familiar? You got any questions about that or your own situation? We'd love to hear from you tonight. We got to a wide open phone lines, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. The Employment Hour is just getting warmed up right here. Talk Radio AM 640. 7.15 here on the Employment Hour. Your phone calls, as always, are top priority. Love to talk to you. Got to Dale. Hi, Dale. Good evening. Hi, how are you today? Good, pal. What's going on?
2: Okay, I have a friend at work at a uh, big box store at night stuck in shelves uh, she has very uh, arthritis in her knees and most days she barely barely can walk after after work and I'm just wondering if there's any recourse that she can take or proceed with
1: absolutely yes uh, so what she needs to do Dale is she needs to speak to her doctor as soon as possible and have the doctor say that she needs some accommodation. Maybe she needs some lighter duties, or maybe she needs some help with respect to some of her job. The doctor can decide what's the best accommodation for her, and once she has that letter or that note from the doctor, she has to give that to the employer, and her employer is under a very, very strict duty to accommodate her. They can't just say, too bad, we don't want to do that. If they did that, that would be a human rights violation. So, but it okay. has to start with the doctor. She can't decide herself what what is good or not, and what she can and cannot do. She needs to speak to her doctor as soon as possible and get that doctor's note to her employer right away.
2: Excellent, Hi, thank you. Love the program. Uh, thanks, thanks Matt. I
0: appreciate it. Got uh, John in Toronto. Good evening, John. How are you?
2: I'm good. Yourself?
0: Excellent. You got a question for Leor? Shoot.
3: I do. Okay, so we got an employee. Uh, he is has three weeks vacation a year. Uh, he's going to be off on parental leave for four months. The question yes. is, does uh, is he continue to accrue vacation while he is off? There is no contract that says he gets three weeks. at you know by years, so he gets three weeks or six percent. So the question that's the question: Does he continue to accrue vacation while he is off on parental leave? Mm-hmm.
1: Now, while he's off, are you paying him? Do you have a a policy that you top up people while they're on parental leave? No, we do not. Okay, so if you don't, then no, he does not accrue vacation pay simply because vacation pay is a function of income. It's a percent of income. So if there's no income that you pay him, then he doesn't accrue vacation pay. Some employers still pay employees that are on parental leave. In that case, then they do accrue a percentage of that as vacation pay. In your situation, no, he does not accrue it at all. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Thanks,
3: Thanks
0: we appreciate it. John, uh, Rob, I'm liking this call. How are you tonight?
2: I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good,
0: pal. What's your question?
2: Good. So my question is I work uh, as a manager at a signage company, and uh, we're we're closing down a department that doesn't uh, turn profits for us, which is going to result in the layoff of one employee. Uh, so I'm just kind of wondering what type of notice do we need to give that mm. employee and or do we owe them any severance if we're not replacing the position?
0: Great call.
1: Sure, excellent call. Now, Rob, how long has he worked for you?
2: Uh, they've worked there for about three and a half years. Okay, and
1: and what do they do there? What's their job?
2: Uh, they work in the sort of promotional department, uh, producing pr- promotional items.
1: Okay, I got it. Then uh, how, approximately, how old is this person? Uh, I would
2: say in their mid-fifties, maybe.
1: Okay, so you'd probably owe them f- right around five months of notice. Could it be as much as as six as well. So the, okay. the the reality is you can do it one of two ways. You could give them, let's say, five months advance notice. So I'm telling you today that five months from now, you no longer have a job. Okay. Or you don't have to give them notice. You'd simply have to pay them out that amount. Or you can okay. do a combination. You can give them a month's notice and then pay the rest as severance. Now, okay. I, I'm assuming this person has not signed an employment agreement that limits their entitlements? I don't believe so, Now, the, the reason I'm asking, and you know, there's an important lesson to you and other employers there. With an employment agreement, you could have potentially limited his severance to as little as three weeks' pay. In this right. situation, he could be easily owed five months' pay. So that's okay. the liability here. That's the exposure. If you'd like to talk about how to offer that in a way where you could potentially take advantage of him finding another job and reduce your, your liability, happy to talk to you off-air. But in terms of what you'd owe him, right around five months to six months of notice or severance. Okay,
0: perfect. All right, appreciate that, Rob. We'll get to uh, Emily before we break. Good evening, Emily.
2: Hello, hi. Hi. Um, I just have a question to ask. If you work for a call center that is um, not, uh, that is privatized, and you receive a um, call that is where the client is being very abusive, right? And you hang up on that customer, can can the uh, can your company um, automatically fire you because that's that's exactly what's happening to the company I used to work for. Mm-hmm. It, Regardless of how long you've been there, in fact, it's happening to people that are my friends who have been there for more than 15 years.
1: Wow. A- and Emily, it's like, the answer is no, absolutely not. In fact, there was an article in the Toronto Star, I believe, earlier today or yesterday. I, I, I gave some comments on that online. And not only can you not be fired for doing that an employer actually has to actively protect employees from abuse even if it's the abuse from, from someone else so the an employer should have uh, the, the call center should have policies telling you how to deal with uh, abusive customers that you don't have to speak to them to take them off the list so you don't have to call them back again mm-hmm. so no you cannot be penalized in that situation you don't have to be subjected to abuse and beyond that your the employer actually has to protect you from abuse Forget about punishing you. They actually have to protect you. So if you or anyone else have been let go because you wouldn't take abuse, well, that's illegal. That's so illegal that that, uh, an employer really should know better. So if that's what happened, give me a call or have your colleagues give me a call. What you've described is absolutely illegal.
0: Give me that number quickly, Emily. And if uh, you want to use it as well, you can anytime. It is More of your phone calls. we got open lines at 416 870 Star 640 on sale. Lots more the Employment Hour coming right up. It is 726 on your Wednesday evening. Uh, Wednesdays and Mondays, of course, the Employment Hour here. On AM 640 at 7 o'clock, 416 870 star 640 on sale. we got open lines. You want to ask uh, Leor a question? You did uh, some quick math a uh, short time ago with the car. Lior got in about five months of severance. And another way you could have done that was with the severance pay calculator.
1: Yeah, that's right. So we got a call just uh, before the break. Someone wanted to know, listen, we're letting go of this person. He's been with us for three and a half years. He's in promotion. He's in his 50s. What do we owe him? and I I gave him five to six months. He could have also gone to Mm severancepaycalculator.com. Again, that address is severancepaycalculator.com, and as the name suggests, very easy, it calculates. It tells you how much severance you're owed, if you lost your job or if you're an employer and you need to let someone go. It tells you what your obligations are. It's extremely easy to use. It's very, very, very simple. It's anonymous. It's completely free. Uh, You go to severancepaycalculator.com, input three things, and then you find out right there how much you are owed. So many people don't know that. So many people believe it's Mm -hmm. a week's pay for every year or two weeks' pay or three weeks' pay or an hour and a half, per whatever. Mm -hmm. All of that is wrong you go to severancepaycalculator.com find out how much you are owed uh make it the first place you go to if you lost your job
0: you know and it's cool because it's got a, it's also got an employer mode which is which is great because we often get calls from guys saying yeah you know what you guys talk about you know you're always on the side of employees getting let go but it's not the it's not the truth i mean that works for employers as well like you just told that gentleman there here's what you're looking out for right
4: yeah
1: no I, and, and you know he, he did the right thing he wanted to to do it right that's why he called he didn't you know, go online and read someone's blog that, uh, specializes in golf clubs or something. And, and he found out and that's what everyone should do. Exactly.
0: We'll get to a phone call. I got Jay here. Hi Jay. Good evening. Hey, how you doing? Good pal. What's happening?
4: Uh, so I just, uh, found out today that the company that I work for just sold and, um, uh, they're asking for new things in the employment agreement. They want us to pay for the, um, uh, um, uh, for the uniforms, but not only that, um, the job that I do, I do a delivery route and I've been doing the job for the last five years and it takes me roughly five to six hours a night to do. Yes. Now they want to bring in uh, time clocks, but I'm worried that they're going to say, well, you only do 25 to 30 hours a week. So uh, we're not going to be paying you the 40 hours like I've been being paid the last uh, five years.
1: Now, do you know that that's what they're going to do? Or is this just a concern that you have right now?
4: This is a concern, uh, so I, I want to talk to them and let them know, like, listen, right. hey, uh, uh, I don't do 40 hours a week, but this has been something that's known with the previous company.
1: So, so obviously, this is the new company that's offering you this agreement. Now, yeah. there's other things, and I haven't seen this agreement. Obviously, you and I haven't spoken before, but I can assure you, just based on my experience, that there's it's very likely that there's other things in that agreement that may be not uh, beneficial to you. For example, there could be a term there that limits your future severance. And that potentially, if I'm right and that's there, at some point that could cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. But but bottom line is this. I think you, you're gonna do the right thing. You should speak to them and find out what their intentions are with respect to compensation. Because if in fact they're gonna say, well, no, we're only gonna pay you for 25 hours if that's how much you work. We're not gonna pay you 40 hours, so you're gonna take a big pay cut. If that's the case, then you have a choice to make, and the choice is this. You can accept the new job anyway, and that's your right, or you reject the job, and then the old company would owe you severance. Let me tell you how much severance, uh, Jay. How long have you worked uh, for the company?
4: Like four and a half years.
1: Four and a half years. Uh, You do a delivery, and how old are you, Jay? Uh,
4: 29.
1: So you'd be owed right around five months' pay, okay? So five months' pay is what they would owe you. So that that would be the decision that you would have if, in fact – the new job is going to be on very different terms. You can accept it uh, and continue working, or reject it so uh, and, and get severance.
4: My other problem is I'm working right now, so I I don't want to continue to work and then somebody say, well, you know, you've kind of agreed. We've showed you what it was, and now you've agreed to it by starting mm-hmm. to work.
1: Right, but unless that agreement specifically says you're going to get paid less money. Then they can't do that. Uh, If they, if you've already started working now, they say now we've we've realized your arrangements are going to pay you less. That could be a constructive dismissal, which still would allow you to get severance. So either way, they can't change the terms of your employment. If they do, and then you continue working, that could be a problem. But until they've made that change, you're you're still fine.
0: All right. Okay. Oh, we dropped him, we dropped him, we'll get him back. Uh, Corey, hang on the line as well, we'll get to you as well, and if you uh, need to talk to us, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, I want to talk a bit about Jay when we come back, something else about that employment agreement, I think you can answer, Lior. Yeah, we'll go to 8 o'clock tonight, 734 right now, lots of time to give us a call, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Corey, thanks for hanging in, how are you? I'm alright, yourself? Good, what's uh? What's your concern? Um,
5: I have two questions. Uh, First one is about myself. Um, I was, um, laid off or let go from a job in, about in April. Um, I had worked there for, I believe, six months or so, five, six months. Um, and basically I was told on Friday and then I was only given one week's compensation. Now, I don't believe I ever signed anything. And I'm just wondering if there's a limit or if there's any more that I would be entitled to.
6: Mm
1: So, Corey, you, you said you worked there for a few months, and what kind of job? What were you doing?
5: Uh, I'm a control system designer.
1: Okay. That uh, sounds, uh, sounds complicated. And how old are you? In engineering. I'm right. No, 40, I, I understand. And how 45. old are you, Corey? Three. 45. 45. So unless you signed an employment agreement when you first started working that limits your entitlements, you'd be owed three to four months' pay. I know you've only worked there for five or six months, but three to four months' pay is what you'd be owed. Uh, and uh, so a week is not even close. So what I would want is I would want to see if you can get your hands on it, on, on the employment agreement that you signed when you started working there. Uh, I guess it would have been in, in some point in 2015 so when I you started. started. Yeah, exactly. And, and if, if, if that doesn't properly limit your entitlements, that you've been wrongfully dismissed. You've owed, you're owed more. It's certainly three to four months' pay instead of a week. That's a wrongful dismissal. So I would very much want to talk to you a fair and, and see if you can get your hands on that employment agreement. Okay, Corey?
5: Yeah, I, have a, I have a copy of it. I just read
1: it, and uh, there is no
5: limitation on it. Huh.
1: Well, then, then then you've been wrongfully dismissed. It's as simple as that, uh, and you're owed three, four months' compensation. So now you know what to do. Now you give me a call off air, and I'll help you get that compensation. That's what I do.
5: Okay, that's great. I'll uh, give you a call. I have a second question yep. uh, rega- regarding a friend of mine. Okay. Um, he was, uh, he's a right Maintenance right. And he was a lead hand for uh, about eight years. And uh, he was just forcefully pushed down to a regular position again, which is, I guess, a demotion. And um, due to his situation, he's still working. But when they did it, they gave him a piece of paper to sign, and he refused to sign it. So he hasn't signed anything, but he did continue to work, and I'm wondering if he has any recourse. Is he union? No. Okay.
1: And when did this happen, Corey?
5: This happened a couple of weeks ago, maybe two three weeks ago, I believe.
1: Well, then this, this is a very timely call because any longer than that, then he'd be stuck. He would not be able to do something about it. If it's only been a couple of weeks, he's still within that window, but that window is closing literally any day now. So, uh, Because any longer that he's going to be considered to have accepted this change. So have him give me a call as soon as possible. I mean, you know, tomorrow morning. Uh, and let me speak to him and talk to him about what we can do about that. That's a very timely call right now.
0: Corey, here is that number. It's one 821 5900 Again, one 821 5900 Tomorrow morning, first thing. Trust me, get it done. Kent, uh, good evening. How are you, Kent?
3: I'm very good, how are you guys?
0: Excellent, what's uh, what's your concern?
3: Uh, my concern or question relates to the fact that companies, and, and it's partly due to, due to the popularity of your show and the information that's out there, companies generally now are offering employment agreements and they all contain the clause whereby severance is tied to the Employment Standards Act. So this, the typical one week per year of service And that's built into the employment agreement. I have heard multiple times on your show that if you've signed such an agreement, that limits your ability to get severance. My question is when you are uh, an agreement such as this is pushed in front of you and says, here, we're offering you the job. Here's our standardized employment agreement, which includes those provisions in that clause. What leg does anyone really have to stand on to say i'm not going to sign this because it limits my further opportunity for severance and the company pulls the offer off the table
1: sure so i'll say a few things first thing i'll say kent is that everything is negotiable and if a company found worked really hard to find their perfect candidate they worked they did a bunch of interviews a bunch of people they saw and they finally found the right person there and that person says this i'm concerned about this provision here which is really a concern about job security oftentimes the company is going to be willing to negotiate and change that, eliminate it. So so if you approach the employer, there's certainly no downside. Now, if the employer refuses and they say, no, that's it, you you can take it or not, the person can make their own decision. They want to accept the job or not. But here's the thing, Kent. You're right. Some employers do use that. Maybe even quite a few employers use these provisions. But often, I'm going to say 75, 80% of the time, they're not enforceable for various reasons. We don't even need to get into it in detail here, but there's, you know, 12, 15, maybe even 20 reasons why they may not be enforceable. The way they're drafted, the timing that they were entered into, etc. So just because you signed an agreement that has that language does not necessarily mean that it's enforceable. Most often it's not. So what I always say, if you lost your job and your employer says, "Hey, we only have to pay you 3 weeks pay. Look at your employment agreement." Give me a call. It'll take me exactly 30 seconds, and I can take a look at that agreement and tell you if it does, in fact, limit your entitlements. Um, As I said, more often than not, it does not, but it's still a good idea if you're offered a job and it tries to limit your entitlements in the future to try to negotiate that term out of that agreement.
3: Great. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks,
0: Thanks, Ken. Ken. We appreciate your call, and if you have time and you want to give us a call, we'd love to hear from you. Have concerns, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Lots more of the employment hour right up till 8 o'clock here on your Wednesday evening coming up. Yeah, you got some more time here. 416 870 6400 star 640 on sale is the number to talk to Leor. Get uh, your questions answered. Dino, how are you, pal?
3: Not too bad, John. How are you?
5: Good, sir.
0: You got a question for Leor?
3: Yeah, I was um, locked out of work a little while back. I, I don't even know if anything can be done now, but um, I was uh, management. They come into to me on a Friday at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, tell me they're walking me out. I'm laid off. No paper, sign, no nothing, just out the door I went.
0: Hmm, That's it, eh? Did you get any yeah. uh, severance?
3: They paid me two weeks' worth. That oh. was it.
0: Wow. Did, how long ago was that, do you uh, know?
3: It would have been uh, just before the May 2-4 weekend oh. this year.
1: Wow. So so and how long did you work there for? Uh a little over almost three years. Okay. Well Dino, uh, listen that's
3: not- exactly my start date.
1: Yeah, and, and, and approximately how old are you, Dino? I'm fifty two. So, yeah, of course you're owed severance. There's not even a question. You probably owed as much as six months' pay. You said you were management. So so right around six months' pay is potentially what you were owed. Forget about the two weeks that you've received. This is a wrongful dismissal. This whole idea of a layoff, it's nonsense, it's a termination. So, so Dino, you, you got to give me a call, man, because uh, you're owed another, I don't know, five months, five and a half months' pay. Uh, that's going to be a lot of money. Did you find a job afterwards?
3: Yeah, I'm a resilient person. I don't sit around too long. I was working probably I took the weekend off and then I was working on Monday.
1: Okay, so so the reality is what well, in the new job is it the same compensation approximately or is similar? No, I'm
3: my own business now.
1: So in, in the few months after you uh, you were let go were you making the same amount of money less more?
3: Oh, less, much less.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the thing. So let's say they owe you for six months' pay. So it's six months' pay less the income that you earned in that period of time. So if you're telling yeah. me you made less, that's still going to be a significant amount potentially, right?
3: Yeah.
1: So give me a call off here. Let's chat about that, and let me help you get what you're owed.
5: Okay, sounds good.
1: D- uh, Thanks, Dino. Yep, Good.
5: the best time to give you a
1: shout? Give me a call anytime. I'm um, in the office in the morning I'm in all day. Uh, call me if you don't get a hold of me immediately, leave me a message. I will call you back for sure.
0: Dino here's that number once again. 18558215900. Uh 18558215900 for sure. Uh Richard, thanks for calling tonight. How are you, Richard? All right, sir. Thank you. Okay, what's your concern?
6: I have a question for Leor. I'm just hoping that he can give me an answer. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, I've worked for this company for uh, 30 years now, and I went uh, 10 years ago. I went from you know unionized up until management and stuff. Six years ago, uh, we had a, a new VP and management, a new VP group took over from our outgoing VP group and stuff. Because I was affiliated with the old VPs and stuff, in this this was in the education sector. Um, the new coming coming VP wanted to find ways to get rid of us uh, the old management group. And so we got, uh, well, at least I did, i got bullied and harassed and accused of, uh, everything from stealing from the, from the company to, you know, having contractors there and all this stuff to the point where I ended up, uh, crashing and burning. I, uh, ended up in the hospital. I attempted suicide, lost my family and everything over. And, uh, you know, over I, I, the last couple of years, I've been able to to rebound back to the point where I am on disability. But I just was trying to figure out if I had any recourse. I went from a ninety-five thousand dollar a year position down to forty-eight thousand dollars on long-term disability, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm only fifty-three. But how uh, how long
1: has it been, Richard, since you've worked there?
6: Uh, five years.
1: So here's the problem. That that that's the issue, Richard. If these things happened five years ago, you're out of time to pursue it. You absolutely, absolutely would have had entitlements then. Uh, yeah, this would have been a constructive dismissal, which would have entitled you to full severance, potentially as much as two years' pay. Uh, there could have even been human rights issues, but there's a two-year limitation
6: period. Um, because even, of that, though, unfortunately, even though I'm still on, uh, sorry to cut you off, even though no, I'm no, still not so on right. long-term disability from there?
1: Yeah, I'm, even though, I'm, because I'm whatever they disability. did to you, Whatever they did to you obviously would have happened then. They wouldn't have done anything to you in the last five years because you haven't been there. So the bad conduct would happen you know, five years or maybe even more. So, no, unfortunately, you are, you are out of time, uh, and, and there's not much that you can do now. Now, the only thing you could potentially do if you're on long-term disability is you can say, hey, I want to come back to work, and if they say, well, no, you can't, then you may be terminated now, and now you're owed severance. So that may be a way to go, even if All it's right. you know, hmm. between us boys here, it's a bit of a bluff, uh, and you don't really want to go back to work. If you contact them and say, I want to come back to work, I'm, I want to go get, uh, get off this ability and go back to work, if they say, no, you can't, we don't want you, who, who are you, then, yeah, you, you're owed severance, and it could easily be two years pay, Richard. So I think that's the way to try to go now, because you can't do anything about the bad conduct from five years ago.
6: Well, I know okay. uh, it's been mentioned to me through the HR department that my actual time for retirement is up in February, and they they, they want me to go off a of disability and take retirement.
1: Well, that's, that's nonsense. Yeah, that's up that's... to you to decide what you want to do. My recommendation, if you want to get compensation, the only way you can get compensation from them is by trying to go back to work and them saying to you, no, you cannot. There's literally no other way. If you want to try to do that, go oh, ahead and to, call me. I, and we would, can, I, I would love to
6: go back to work. I mean, I, I, that's my whole thing. I would love to go back to work, but um, right now I just can't. I can't get released from medical or medical practitioners because. Mm-hmm. because well, you can US even Earth,
1: send them so. a note saying, "Hey, if I get released, I'm trying to get released. Can I come back to work if I get released? And let's see what they say. If they well, say that, no, that as soon as they say."
6: That was going to be my question to you, that if I if I approached him and see if I if I can get released to go back to work. And, you know, my concern was, okay I'll get released to go back to work. I go back to work and they let me go a week later because it's then your own full severance. The VP VP that caused the issues himself has been has been fired recently for exactly that issue, bullying, harassment of the employees.
1: But, but you gotta, you got to understand, Richard, if you are let go, whether it's today or a week after you come back to work, they owe you two years' pay. So that's not a bad place to be in if they have to pay you two years' pay. Okay. So I would try to go back to work or at least tell me you're going to do. And if they don't take you back, they give you a hard time. You call me right away.
0: Richard, I'm going to give you that number before we take a break. Uh, hang on, Vince. I see you there. We'll get to you as well. Uh, Richard, yeah, that number, very important. Call your tomorrow. You have to have that discussion. one 855 821 Again, 1-855-821-5900. More of the Employment Hour coming up. Talk Radio, AM 640. Yeah, i got a few minutes to slide you in. You want to give us a call? And uh, we'd love to talk to you here. Last uh, few Minutes of the show. Vince, thanks for hanging in, pal. How are you?
2: Hey, I'm great. Thanks, John. Thanks, Excellent. Leo. Um, Thank I you. got a question. I'm considered a, a subcontractor, but I work for the same company. I drive a company vehicle. I do the same job every day, and I'm on salary. However, when I miss a day of work, my employer deducts me for that day's pay, and I'm supposed to be on salary. So, what I'm asking is, is that is it is it okay to deduct me a day's pay even though I'm on salary and when I work the extra hours I don't get the extra pay and if anything was to happen am I entitled to severance? Uh,
1: good question, uh, Vince. Absolutely, very good question. So, so here's the thing: Is it okay to deduct if uh, on days that you're not working? Yeah, technically it is. Uh, they should be paying you for extra hours, though, so they can't have it both ways. Uh, the thing is this, you are probably an employee, okay? You are, not probably, you are, you are an employee. It doesn't matter that you're treated or you call yourself a subcontractor. In the eyes of the law, you're an employee. So the problem is not obviously paying you if you work extra hours. The, the, one, the other thing to remember, of course, is if at some point your employment does come to an end, uh, you should be getting severance like an employee, now, at this point, you know, if you can talk to your employer and see if you can work out an arrangement with them, maybe to put you on, on as an employee and to treat you properly as an employee and deal with the extra hours that you work and, and try to come to an agreement there. Ultimately, if you continue working down the road, if your position comes to an end, remember what I just said, you're going to be owed your full severance, no deductions, uh, because you're not a contractor.
2: Thank you so much for your help. I appreciate it. And hey, how
0: long have you been there? No problem.
2: Uh, since 2012.
0: How old are you? Just like Lior do the math. 51. What do you think?
1: 51, and and, and you drive. So, yeah, you'd be looking at six months' pay. Right. Like today, if your employment came to an end, six months. I'd say a year from now, two years from now, even more than that. So remember would, that you're not be, a contract. Would,
2: would it be six months on the salary I'm supposed to be paid every week? Because I'm supposed to be on Correct. The salary.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, six months on the salary. You got it, man. Thank you so much for
2: your help.
0: It's good calling in here, huh? Thanks, Works. That's why we do it. Uh, again, severancepaycalculator.com <laughs> right. is another tool. Uh, ben, we'll squeeze you in here. What's up? Quickly.
3: Hey, uh, so I'll, I'll make a long story short. Basically, I have a friend. Uh, he's, a, he's a craftsman, carpenter, uh, pretty much does everything. He's He got injured on the job. and then basically, he's basically followed the company's direction on what he should be doing. But also, he's trying to keep his wrist, like, you know, as good condition as he can after the injury. Uh, he's been given the runaround, and he's fully capable of designing and working in a job that's been posted several times through the company. But uh, they've kind of given him a kind of like a, like a made up job. Like he just sits in the corner, mm-hmm. it's causing him to be very upset every day, especially someone with that skill. Uh, what, he, what should he be doing?
1: Well, he, he, sh- he should be calling me because if they're not giving him real meaningful work and there's other real meaningful work that's available to him that's within his limitations and restrictions, then, then yeah, they, they can't just put him in the corner there. Uh, so he needs to give me a call. One of the things I may be able to do, could solve the whole thing, is a letter from me may just give him enough of a kick in the pants. Uh, okay. I, I don't want him quitting. I don't do, want him doing anything like that before speaking to me. So he can talk to them himself. If that doesn't do it, doesn't change their mind give me a call usually that could grease the wheels and give him that kick in the pants and hopefully we can get it resolved ben so he should give the company a letter or do you well no he should he should speak to them if they won't uh, help him out give oh, me yeah, a call yeah, and i can just give him the push around they just they don't right. even mm-hmm. give him like a proper desk he literally sits like where the cafeteria is yeah, no, that's not right. So, no, I would send them a letter saying, I've been retained by by him, and here's what you need to do, or else, and that should give him the kick in the pants.
0: Ben, appreciate the call. Good one to close on. Uh, you need to get a hold of Leor after the show. Leor, L I O R, at employmenthour.com. That's email. And just as important, if not more so, the phone number, 1 And anytime, find out what you're owed, go to SeverancePayCalculator.com. Till next time, it's been the Employment Hour. Talk radio, AM 640.